2: Recorded live. <laughs>
1: If you it to be star come to the start the start and the and to This is Thursday, September the 1st, 2016, and welcome to episode number 62 of the second installment of the WSWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. I'm Mr. WSWS Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you, what well, has proven to be a very action-packed week thus far here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com, and of course we have more to come. Right now, this time just playing a little bit solo, uh, waiting for all the key members of the <clears throat> Uh, infamous panel, way too tough to handle. To uh, join me here, as uh, of course we go through the evening here of doing our wrestling uh, news and views, and of course our history and birthdays, which I'll be bringing. I did get, uh, of course, Human uh, uh, Justice Machine John Gross will be on. We'll be we'll be on a little bit later in the program, so I will be bringing in the wrestling history and birthdays here tonight. And also, like I said, we're waiting to, for the arrival of our news tag team King Ice uh Keen W.O., Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jerry D. Gerardo see if they have any wrestling news and views of the day. And also like I said, so also and like I said, we'll also have some general wrestling discussion here tonight. And hopefully like I said some wrestling extras as well. And one want to chime in on everything that we talk about here tonight. On uh, Wolfpack episode number sixty two, please feel free to give us a call right here. Of course on the main line for all the shows of the of the WSWS Radio Network, one 724 Seventy-four forty-four. That call ID is one three eight five two one pound, and press that one if you want to chime in on any, on anything that we have to talk about here tonight. As we go through a stellar two hours of of, of nothing but talk of wrestling, wrestling, and yes, that I mentioned wrestling. <clears throat> so let's not waste any time here, ladies and gentlemen. Dive right. Let's dive right on into it. And of course, I'll go ahead and bring you the wrestling history and birthdays here for today for for tonight. I'll be waiting for the human-supervised machine, John Gross, to arrive, and for our other folks to uh, come on in here as well. Uh, not a whole lot of rest of history here for today, here in the first day of September, but uh, but we have some very interesting here, uh, very inter- interesting, very interesting um, uh, <clears throat> history here, to say the least. So let's just go ahead and dive dive right into some what we have going on right here for like, for this day, September the first. Thirty-five years ago here today, which would put it at about uh, 19, let's see, mm, 19,
2: 1981,
1: yes, the WWF introduces the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Pat Patterson would be its first champion and quotation marks, having won a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. In actuality, Patterson defeated Ted DiBiase, of course you would know him later on as the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, to win the WWF North American Championship back in June. The belt would be replaced with the Intercontinental Championship, except for a brief period in 2002-2003. The championship has been around ever since also around the same time here, about 1981, 35 years ago here today. In Charlotte, North Carolina, Jimmy Snuka defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the vacated NWA United States Championship, the mid-Atlantic version. The title was vacated when Rick Flair won the NWA World Tag Team Championship with Black Jack Mulligan a few weeks earlier. At the time, the NWA had, had the one-person, one-belt rule. That means that you could not hold multiple championships at one time. Uh, 24 years ago here today, we could put it at, uh, let's see here, uh, 19, hmm, yeah, put it at, uh, let's see,
2: 1992,
1: wrestling got a little too real for the people of Memphis. During their Saturday morning wrestling broadcast on WMC-TV in Memphis, Eddie Gilbert hit Jerry Lawler with Doug Gilbert's car in the parking lot outside of the studio. The collision caused Lawler to suffer a bruised hip after he rolled over the hood of the car. Apparently the angle got so real for viewers, cops were called actually to the WMC studios. Uh, They got something pretty intense there. so Pretty interesting here indeed. Seven years ago here today, which would put it at about uh, 2009. In Bayamon, Puerto Rico, Adam Pierce defeated Brett Albright to win the vacated NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The title was vacated when NWA ended his partnership with TNA earlier that summer. Pierce took the place of Brian Danielson, who suffered a broken orbital bone just a week before the match when facing Taishi Morishima for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Also, seven years ago today, in 2009, in Cincinnati, Ohio, CM Punk defeated John Morrison to win the ECW championship. And there's a stipulation that it was going on in this match. So, that had CM Punk lost the match, he could never challenge Morrison for the championship again. And one more piece of note here, five years ago here today, which put out 2011, and also in Cleveland, Ohio, John Morrison defeated Rey Mysterio to win the Intercontinental Title. So the Intercontinental Title making a real big uh making a real making uh, a real big statement here, of course, in uh in the history here uh in wrestling history here on this date here today. So and I see we do have the human super machine John Gross has chimed into the chat box here with us. Uh so far, of course, human super machine John Gross, I will mention, is of course the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, as well as was part of uh, WWS Raw Radio and all of our other shows here in the radio network. as yes, well, of course, uh, he always mans our chat box here and uh, provides <clears throat> some very, uh, very good points of view on everything from uh, Raw reviews to, of course, he normally does our wrestling history as well. But uh, John, welcome to number 62 of Wolfpack. So far, it's just me out here, Bud. Uh, have anybody? I haven't talked to anybody else yet who's come see if they come on so but hopefully we'll have someone come on here momentarily i uh, just got to doing the rest of history and all that uh let me see what we have here uh And I'll be able, and I'll go ahead and find a few pieces of wrestling news here while we wait for like some of our other key members of the panel, way too tough to handle. Uh,
2: <clears throat>
1: of course, we did we did talk about, of course, earlier in the week that Alberto Del Rio has given his notice; he will no longer wrestle for WWE. Of course, he is currently also serving, serving a suspension for their wellness policy. Uh, according to a story coming up about uh, 411 Mania here from Jeremy Thomas, WWE had promised to make Alberto Del Rio a Heyman guy. In other words, he would be managed by Paul Heyman. Of course, he manages Brock Lesnar. According to the WON, Alberto Del Rio was originally promised a big push and a position as a Heyman guy on screen. The site reports that when Del Rio had come back, Vince McMahon had this good man promised him a main event push and Heyman as a manager. Man initially treated Del Rio very well, flying with him and sitting next to him on some trips on the company jet. Of course, the push and Heyman as a manager didn't happen. The initial plan was to make Del Rio their big Hispanic superstar babyface, but that never came to be. And the pairing with Zeb Coulter, which was an idea from McMahon, floundered. McMahon then moved on moved on from Del Rio. and he was addressed in the mid-card after that, including his run in the League of Nations. The site reports that Del Rio was considered a Vince McMahon guy and as his issues were with Triple H, but that if McMahon had wanted him to stay, he would have worked harder to smooth things over. So apparently, uh, so apparently there, was, there was something else to the situation involving Alberto Del Rio there, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, unfortunately they didn't, get, they didn't get a chance to do what they actually wanted to do with uh, Del Rio here. Um, of course, we talked about what happened the situation with uh, with, the, with the situation when the Miz came on the the Talking Smack segment after SmackDown Live the other week. Um, of course, apparently, and then now is saying here also once again due, uh, courtesy of uh, Jeremy Thomas, WWE has killed the Miz Daniel Bryan storyline due to the segment from 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 that show Talking Smack. According to PW Insider, the Daniel Bryan and Miz story was cut short this week on SmackDown because the Talking Smack segment from last week went in a direction the company did not expect. The SmackDown post-show segment in question received a lot of attention online, and it was a largely unscripted segment. The banter was planned ahead of time, but Miz's improvisation during the segment caused things to veer away from what the company planned. Daniel Bryan noted on the August 30th episode of Talking Smack and last night's Sports Center, that WWE intends to keep he and the Miz far apart while they're on screen, which suggests that the statement didn't go how WWE planned and won't be followed up on in terms of of any interactions between Daniel Bryan and the Miz. So apparently this situation is not going to go any further than uh, than what's already happened. Uh, so we'll have, we have to wait and see. Uh, Uh and speaking of Daniel Bryan, another story coming out coming mm-hmm. also from four eleven courtesy of Larry Zonka. Uh witness uh, of course asking, uh, of course talking about his WWE contract about when it will end. During his appearance on ESPN last night, Daniel Bryan admitted that he was he was, had often spoke with his wife Bree about wanting to wrestle again and quit WWE. He also noted that she would always calm him down as they are still planning to start a family. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter via WrestlingInc.com, Brian's WWE contract expires in 2018. His contract was frozen while he was out with injury, but since his return to WWE TV on SmackDown and the Cruiserweight Classic, the contract went active again. The report also notes that the Forbes report from last week claiming that WWE has not closed the door on Brian Wrestling was incorrect. WWE has no plans at this time to bring Daniel Bryan back to the ring, this is partially due to the due to the multimillion dollar concussion lawsuit that WWE is currently involved in. So apparently there was some uh, mistruth to uh to part of that. But uh um, you know, somewhere down the line, you know, we all say it it, it could still happen, uh, uh unbelievable. So uh another story
2: coming out right here.
1: Uh, this time, i talking about former WWE talent Cody Rhodes, of course, the son of the late American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, coming from Larry Zonka as well today, Cody Rhodes calls for WWE to cut ties with TMZ and ESPN. Cody Rhodes posted the following on Twitter, calling for WWE to cut ties with both TMZ and ESPN. And, of course, the tweet reads as follows. WWE cut ties with TMZ. They ran my mother's 911 call that ESPN, they insulted a child, had the balls, Main- mainstream, ain't always worth it. And this story came uh, yesterday afternoon, as a matter of fact, uh, from his uh, Twitter account. Cody's upset with TMZ because they posted audio of the 911 call made when Dusty Rhodes fell ill before being hospitalized and passing away last year. In regards to ESPN, <clears throat> Sorry about that. In regards to ESPN, he's referencing yesterday's incident where ESPN radio's Amin Al-San upset fans by criticizing the video of Kevin Owens' son reacting to his dad's WWE Universal title win. i tell you what there. Uh, um, Cody Rhodes has been letting it fly against WWE ever since leaving. So, uh, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, no story coming out here, courtesy of Larry Zonka for WrestleMania. Uh, Sean, of course, uh, Sean Waltman and Scott Hall um, recently discussed uh, Goldberg possibly returning to WWE, and Scott Hall talking about Sean Michaels has a click plan for next year's WrestleMania and has more to it. Let's see what we have. Going, let's see what we have in this story right here. Sh- Scott Hall was the first guest on Sean Waltman's new X Pac One Two Three. One, two, three, sixty show. Here are some of the highlights. Sean Waltman on Daniel Bryan's soft style comments. Bryan mentioned something about the soft WWE style. Before it changed, I never worked that style. I take exception to that part because my body, my x rays, MRI, CT scans will tell a different story than I suppose soft style that we were working. Sean Waltman on Goldberg possibly returning. The only thing that I can say is why not? It's, it's win-win for both sides. Who cares about the past you know? Nobody in wrestling should ever say the word never because everybody has to be never. that particular word, and Goldberg's not going to be any different. Neither is CM Punk eventually. And Scott Hall now has something to say about what Vincent Mann knew about the infamous curtain call. Vince knew it was going to happen. I was talking to Vince when Sean came in and said, hey, blah, 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 and he went, is, is it important to you? And he said, yes, and he said, okay, make it happen. He said, I want it to come out, and I'm sitting right there. And Scott Hall also and Shawn Michaels having a click plan for WrestleMania 33. There was an idea that came from Shawn Michaels that we were going to do something. Myself, Kevin Nash, and Eric Bischoff were going to do something. I think you and he referred to Shawn Waltman, were going to do something at the Hard Rock Cafe and City Walk in Orlando, since that's where it, Mania is is coming here. But there, are, there was some talk about maybe Hulkster being involved, which makes it even bigger. But then somebody said, "Let's not talk to Kevin." He said, "No, I heard from somebody who won't be named. Let's make it a Clicker thing." So then the whole Click would be involved, and if one dude can't make it, they're going to drop a giant screen down, and then they're going to beam, beam it in, beam it in him doing stuff. So, uh, so this is some more audio about that. Uh, there's a video right there on the story about this on the 411 on uh, 411mania.com. Uh, so, but very interesting thing here, we might see that happen. Who knows? Um, another story here popping up: uh, Charlo Guerrero, of course, uh, nephew of the legendary, the late Eddie Guerrero, reportedly lands a training job on on uh, the remake of, ne- of uh, Glow coming out through uh, Netflix. This is a story coming that from. This is a story coming from Larry Zonka. According to Pro Wrestling Sheet, multiple sources have stated that Chavo Guerrero has hired as, has been hired as the wrestling coordinator on Netflix's Glo. Bando Guerrero, the uncle of Chavo, was a wrestling trainer for Glow's original run in the 1980s. Mark Marin and Allison Bree are currently set to star in the series. Marin will play a Hollywood director named Sam Silva who has have, have seen who has seen better days. Sylvia has a complicated history with women, and now must fourteen of them on their journey to, to wrestling stardom. Bree will star star as a struggling actress who becomes a TV wrestler to try and become famous. So we'll definitely have to uh, be watching on that. Though. Definitely have to wait and see what. Uh,
2: What happened, What goes on with that? But that's a. But that's pretty quite
1: interesting to know that seeing the uh, globe making a comeback and all. So that's pretty uh, that's pretty darn interesting there. So we'll I have to wait and see how that turns out.
2: Well, a couple more stories here. <clears throat>
1: Uh, Ryback right is back in, back in the news right here. to a story printed from Larry Zonka from 411 Mania. He discusses how Vince, Vince McMahon lied to them his he heated conversations with Triple H and leave him before the company could run him into the ground. Oh, okay, so let's see what we have said right here. During the debut edition of his podcast, transcript via wrestlinginc.com, Right back, went to the story behind his WWE departure, here are some of the highlights.
3: On getting an IC
1: title prior to contract talks, from a business standpoint, I did not agree with him on a lot of things, and I do not live in fear, and I refuse to live in fear. And I think people, if they knew the true story, and they will know the true story because that's why we're here, that they will understand why I did what I did, and it goes back to last year winning the Intercontinental title. Right back reflected. I feel like I've never been their guy, or I was never chosen to be their guy. And I kind of was caught off guard with why are you putting intercontinental title on me here? It just seemed so random. I thought that they had not they had not committed to me on numerous occasions, and that was something that always really bothered me. But when they put the IC title on me, and then that's that's. The kind of when things took a turn for the worse when they came to me with a new contract offer which I thought oh okay this makes sense now and it was an offer I wasn't happy with quite frankly For where I've been in the company and what I've done and now talking about his heated conversations with Triple H me and Hunter had many conversations in that last year and that they were quite heated at times and I'll tell him no it's not about the money and he goes it sounds like it's completely about the money no and he finally understood when we were finally done, when we finally done our last talk. It was about creative, and it was about limiting me as a brand because I'm responsible for my brand, the Ryback brand, the Feed Me More brand, and I believe so strong, that I believe so strongly in. And when I'm and when I'm told that I have to go out there and lose in two minutes or not have any build up for a pay per view match, which happens time and time again, when I'm not going, when I'm not given the opportunities to do promos and be myself, that's what truly really bothers me. Of course his real name is Ryback's right real name is Ryan Reeves. Reeves added, I think the wrestling business <clears throat> has been a certain way for so long that just because it did some things a certain way and people have gone with for so long that it doesn't make it right. I think it's time to start taking a look at things because the performance are the core of the brand. The WWE does not exist without the wrestlers and the wrestlers still exist without the WWE. <clears throat> But the WWE is not where, where it is without its core, and that is the wrestlers. On contract, also talking about contract negotiations, and Vince McMahon actually lying to him. When I had that new contract offered me by Vince, I'd been lied to at different times throughout my career there, and that was something. I'd always been very loyal to them and been given everything that I had at every moment. I think it's just booking stuff and opportunities in just different situations. It's one day at a time up there in the last three months there that that conversation with Vince, that particular thing I was lied, lied to about after we came to terms on the money, which wasn't about about the money. It was about being lied to and the commitment and the things in the past merchandise <clears throat> and things that we'll talk about. And he told me essentially that he was going to make me his number one heel and that he was going to put the title on me. All I had to do was listen to him, read his promo's word for word, and he would take me to the motherland for his exact words. Reeves recalled. A week after that conversation, so this new contract, this at this, this is at the end of all this. I have this contract. I would and I, I would have signed it. I wanted to see if he was going to come through with his words this final time because I was at my bowling point essentially. A week after that conversation, my point, my opponent had already been changed to then Callisto and then okay, we're going to do the US title. That'll heat me up and that'll still stick to the I'll still stick to the game plan and whatnot. But for whatever reason, as you all know, the WrestleMania match got put on the pre show. I was told the direction we were going the days before, and after I got that, that's when I went to the attorney and said, I want to make these changes to the conduct of I'm going to stay here, I need to know I'm they're going to commit to me because they're just lying to me and now left and right. And they have been lying to me. And we all and we, we go through all that, and we go, we go do business, and then next next one, payback, same thing, put on the pre-show, and that's him effing around. He knew I wasn't happy. He knew I was already pissed, and payback we do our business, and finally we get to that day in St. Louis, or St. Louis, Missouri. Of course, I'm leaving WWE before, leaving before WWE could run him into the ground. I got there that day. I saw the direction we were going for the TV after having the pay-per-view match, that we had, and I knew that they already had the new contract that I put the changes that I put the changes in it, and so now I felt like we were, we're just going to run run me into the ground before I left and give me as low as we possibly get me We've seen them do it with guys and and the booking that I saw f- for that day was you are a piece of and you know what and we're going to tell these people that you're a piece of and you know what I'm not a piece of i'm not i I'm, I'm done being walked on living in fear. The other day I told Mark Carino, Take me off this F T V show, I'm done. I never saw Vince. I didn't want to see him. I had too many conversations with him where he lied to me and it was one of those fly me home, I'm done. You're going to fix my nose in my ear. I'm going to get better and we're done. And they had the new contract and I knew they were going to go for that and that was my way out. So there's a." Uh, there's some harsh words from like I said former uh <clears throat> from like I said former like I said WWE superstar right back here. So uh interesting. Um uh, John actually had a couple of things he wanted to comment about some of the matches. Uh he actually said that, that Paul that Alberto Del Rio as a Paul Heyman guy would have been awesome. He would have been, and he would have actually gone with that. John, yeah, I would have too. And I know John I know we did the story last night about them talking about a petition being sent sent around saying something about um Roman Reigns might remove his vest, but I haven't heard that much more about it yet. So as soon as we hear some more, uh, uh we'll uh we'll have to uh we'll have to see how that happens. And one more final story here, I'll bring out I bring out four Uh, Roman Reigns believe it or not tops the PWI top 500 which is quite uh, Roman Reigns was named the top wrestler on the 26th annual PWI top 500 list the evaluation period for the list was July 1st 2015 to June 30th of this year a time when Reigns won the WWE title three times PWI senior writer Dan Murphy at wrestling.com spoke to Reigns, who had the following to say about the honor, and he said, thank you, man, it's crazy last year, was I what, three or four, to just remain in that same company, to be in, in that class with those guys, it's four class, he said, it's a great honor, and it goes with a lot of hard work, it's very flattering, just to show that if you keep your head down, and stick, to your stick to your day-to-day, you grind it out and take the long road, good things happen, it's a great achievement, and another great accolade, and of course, there's a link to it right there on on this story of the of the top 500. And here are the top, I believe, right here are the top five from uh, from this list, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number one is Roman Reigns. Number two is and I'm going to try and I'm doing my best try to pronounce this Kazuchika Okada. Number three is Finn Balor. Number four is AJ Styles, and number five is Jay Lethal. So. uh
2: So it's quite so it's quite uh I'll tell you what, it's quite a Uh quite interesting there seeing Roman Reigns make the uh making the um uh, that honor, so that's uh that's quite amazing. So, so ladies and gentlemen, there's your But uh we'll have
1: to like I said, uh <clears throat> we'll have to definitely like I said, uh take a let take a look and see who uh who else made that list here of the top five hundred. Uh and of course we wouldn't and we may be, if we find the list we may end up talking about it here on the show. So uh but Roman Reigns uh topping the list. So uh uh Progressive uh, five hundred best here. So that's a pretty interesting story. So that's all the news. that's the news that we have uh, coming here in here right now. And I'm sorry we didn't have uh we have not heard from TNWO or the Iceman tonight. Um, I'm something has ha- I'm sure something has happened. Uh so, I mean it's something that came up and all that, but I'm sure it's understandable. But hopefully like I said, they'll probably pop up before the end of the show here this evening. 1724 444 7444 Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode number sixty two of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. I am, of course, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, joining me so far here on the chat box here tonight, the Human Super Machine, John Gross, of course, two thousand sixteen, the first two thousand sixteen Hall of Famer, as well as of course, part of Raw Radio and all our other shows here as well. Uh, uh john uh l- let me get uh your take on this here this uh you know this top five hundred list they just they just released uh, what's your take of Roman reigns making the number one uh position And John is just simply saying, "Ooh, <laughs> well, well, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you got to keep in mind that a lot of our people here in the WSWS radio network are not real big fans of, like I said, Roman Reigns. But, uh,
2: but of course, I'm sure a lot of folks cannot – I'm sure everyone here would agree – that of course his um would agree like I said. Um and of course John here is
1: saying here, but I think it's great that Reigns deserves the credit He's had a rocky on and off 2015. Of course, he won the Royal Rumble and was close to winning the WWE title at WrestleMania 31 until Seth Rollins came in, of course, and cashed in the briefcase on Reigns. Uh, J- uh, John, I do agree with that. Of course, his match with Bray Wyatt in 2015 was, believe it or not, a great feud for him. Even their Hell in a Cell match was also great. This is coming
2: from John here, ladies and gentlemen.
1: He ended the year by finally winning the WWE Championship in 2015. I must admit, and Johnson, he, he doesn't admit that if there's anyone that deserves to be number one in NPW at 500, That no, it's definitely got to be Roman Reigns. So, but like I said, I mean, he, yes, I mean, we, we do, like I said, we, we, do, we do, like I said, um, but, uh, every time we talk about Roman Reigns, we do get a lot of, surprising and shocking uh, responses here and and you know, you know we talk about, you know, he, if he if it made him heal again he might be a little bit better or what have you, but but ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and say, like I said, Roman Reigns is a tremendous wrestler. Um, I don't, I think I think his run during his run in the shield, you know, definitely like I said definitely catapulted him a little bit more. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for uh it wasn't for that, I don't think you know, a lot of people would not have heard heard of this man. And of course, his little run in NXT as well. I mean, um, but he was a uh, he's a great competitor, nonetheless. Um, and we'll, and like I said, I mean, if if you know, pro wrestling administrator felt that he deserved this honor, so 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 be it. We'll definitely definitely respect that wish, and uh, we'll definitely take it from there. Uh, Uh, Also here, ladies and gentlemen, we have the top 10 courtesy of the pro wrestling, um, the internet wrestling database here, ladies and gentlemen, for the top 10 of the 2016 PWI 500. Mm -hmm. Number 10, believe it or not, is John Cena after being at number two last year. Number nine is Dean Ambrose after being at number 13 last year. Seth Rollins dropped big time uh he was actually he was actually number one in two thousand and fifteen but dropped all the way to number eight for this year hmm. uh number seven is uh nakamura of course uh of course uh on a roll here uh winning the of course the n h c championship as well uh and a great match he had with samoa joe um tremendous matchup number six is uh kevin owens of course, Nakamura was actually at number five. He dropped a couple of positions, but he still remained in the top ten. Uh, Kevin Owens was at number ten last year. He moved it up to number six. Uh, moved up to four positions from last year. Uh, and of course, like I said, now, he, now he's on a role Currently, with holding the uh, WWE, uh, WWE Universal Championship. Number five is Jay Lethal, who jumped up twelve positions from number seventeen. the uh, from last year, very interesting. Number four is AJ Styles, who was actually at number three and dropped down one position, but still in a big-time role since, of course, uh, uh, making his mark in WWE. Number three is Finn Balor, who jumped up big time here, uh, who was at number 28 in the Pro Pro Wrestling Illustrated last year, PWILS last year. Uh, He's now at number three this year. Uh, number two, uh, also another one that made the big-time jump, as we mentioned this gentleman here before, Kazuchika Okada, who, uh, like I so said, was number 27 last year, uh, who's now number two in this year's ratings. Of course, he's currently the NJPW uh, heavyweight champion. And, of course, as we mentioned, number one is Roman Reigns, who was number four in those in, in last year's rankings. So he moved up about three positions. Uh pretty interesting here, to say the least, and, uh, and, you know, I would definitely like to see a little bit more about, uh,
2: see the full list myself here, but, uh, but, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hunt down the full list, and like I said, we'll, uh, we'll, We'll let everybody know how, because uh, I'm sure that a lot of people love to know who else who else made the list here. Um, But uh, we'll try
1: to find that list, and we'll also try to get a copy of the actual uh, magazine, and uh, we'll let everybody know about how that.
2: uh... was very interesting here, to say the least. Uh, you know,
1: seeing seeing of course, uh, you know several guys right now who are part of NXT, as well as of course on the main WWE roster. Of course, also some who are who are not, like in New Japan and Ring of Honor and TNA and all, making this list here as well. Um, making some big time jumps here as well, which is which is pretty darn interesting. But, uh, but like I said, we'll try to find that list for you, ladies and gentlemen. I would love to, to get everyone's thoughts and opinions about every about the the full PWI 500 list, and, and we'll have to see, like I said, where, where that goes and, and uh, see what everyone thinks, what everyone says. Uh, <clears throat> let's take care of this one more time here at the 10 o'clock hour, uh, episode number 62 of NWO Wolfpacker, 1724-444-7444, call ID one three eight pounds like I said, NW and Wolfpack episode number 62, the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. And so far, here, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the chat box is the human suplex machine, John Gross, who, of course, is part of Raw Radio and all of our other shows here in the Radio Network. Uh, hopefully, we'll have one or two more folks pop on here momentarily. Uh, of course, like I said, John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, as well as, like I said, as well as. Of course, uh, you can always hear him alongside the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and, and, and also King and Gerard T. Smith as part of wWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5 right here on TalkShoe.com. That call ID is 138-744-POUND. And I hope, I hope you were also able to, speaking of our shows, I hope you were able to catch uh, earlier this evening the debut episode of Top Heel Incorporated, the latest installment here on in the radio network. Of course, hosted by Roman Keegan W. O. Gerard T. Smith and also the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. As of course they highlight all of the all of the top heels uh, of course wrestling's bad guys here from the past and present. And uh, I'm sure they had like a intense conversation um uh, about it and uh, and uh, of course like I, said, I would love to get like everyone's thoughts and opinions about that. Um uh, <clears throat> and like I said, we'll definitely be putting that episode up on our Radio Archives page momentarily, which, of course, now I will. I will First off, also I need to, I'll just take this time while we have a few moments. Uh, that also kind of reminded me here, too, that we do have a change in that as well. Uh, just several days ago, I was just notified by our own okay. <clears throat> big user Gregory Kramer, who has been very very loyal in posting these episodes for us on our radio archives page, and has done a fantastic job with it. But uh, sadly, he came to me the other day and said that he was that due to an, uh, a very hectic schedule, of course, with work and other and other, uh, and, other pros- and other prospects that he was going to be unable to continue uh, with uh, with with that with that uh, job. So. Um, so he he officially re- resigned that position effective uh, two days ago, and of course I did wish, of course on behalf of everyone here in the WWS radio network, I did wish him quite well on that. He is still a part of the WWS radio network and still part of WWS. Uh, he just uh, has has had to lower his um, his responsibilities. I suppose where, where it stands as far as WWS is concerned because of his schedule, his conflict, the conflict in his scheduling and all. Um, <clears throat> and, of course, he's also been on many of our shows as well, and that right now has, for right now, he's going to be unable to do that due to also, once again, scheduling conflicts as well. But I do want to, once again, on behalf of everybody here involved with the radio network, thank Dick Diesel, Gregory Kramer, for his contributions for what he did. He did help us get WWS Press and Debate off the ground. He hosted the first two episodes of it. Before eventually, we did turn that over to the NWO Madness Kingdom, of course, T.N.W. Gerard T. Smith, uh, the Iceman, Jared D. and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. <clears throat> um, but uh, but he did uh, he did help us get that going, and we do appreciate his contributions to WWs. He, of course, this year was earlier earlier this year was inducted into the WWs Hall of Fame here as well, and so he will continue to have that honor as well. So, and, so, and of course, he also has several groups on Facebook. Uh, be sure to check a lot of his groups out as well. Uh, especially advertise your wrestling wrestling groups, uh, and advertise your wrestling pages. Uh, and there are several more. And I'll have to try to find a list of all the pages, all the groups that he is responsible for on Facebook. But, uh, but like I said, uh, the, of course, he still has that connect WSWS, Connection as well, so we do thank him for for for, for uh, his contribution, many contributions to the radio network. And as for who's taking over his position, the black widow Michelle Lynn Dodds has stepped in, and she has taken over that role uh, uh, pretty well. Uh, so she's now officially going to be posting all of our episodes of all of our shows on the radio archives page, which of course you can still continue to listen to all of our past episodes. It's facebook. dot com forward slash group sports slash wws radio history, <clears throat> and I see we have someone else popping in on the line here tonight. Uh, and I do see that it is. Let me see here. Ah, uh, finally he is made in. It is of course John's partner on Raw Radio it is the Ice Man himself, JD D'Javalo. Of course, he's a two thousand four. Uh, Fifteen, excuse me, WWS Hall of Famer. Of course, he's also the host of our radio, and of course, part of our other shows here in the radio network as well. Uh, JD, uh, a little bit late, but uh, of course, welcome to number sixty-two of Wolfpack.
0: Well, it's good to be here, Chad. Real quick, I'm not going to stay very long. So I'm having too much fun tonight, and it's Gerard on the line right now.
1: Uh, John, Gerard, no, nobody's online except me and John.
0: Okay. Well, I don't mean to cut it short but I'm having too much fun tonight. I'm having a little too much fun, shall we say. And it's been a while since I've had this too much fun, however, so uh, I'm having a little, uh, little too much fun. I just got fishing, karaoke and uh, having a few shots along the way, so uh, I don't mean to cut it short with you guys. I hope we will be feeling better by tomorrow, but I will not be doing with you guys thanks. I'm having too much fun as we speak.
1: Okay. That's okay. But you go ahead and have fun, and like I so said, we were wondering what was going on, but... Uh, but uh, it's no problem. John and I has, has been able to maintain the show so far, so it's no problem.
0: All right. I'll catch you to guys tomorrow night.
1: That, tomorrow night, but Take care, bud. Have a good night.
0: Thanks.
2: Bye.
1: Bye-bye. And the Iceman J.D., Jared DiGiolamo, of course, uh, uh, popping in here for a short time, of course, sending his regards, saying he's not going to be able to be on night because, as you heard, heard him say, he's having too much fun. Uh... Well, we have to. We all have to do that sometimes, I guess, ladies and gentlemen. So, well, why not him? Because he—he's one. He JD is one of those that makes a whole lot of contributions. Of course, I mean, other than of course Gerard and Michelle. Of course, a little bit more, but JD and John. Well, John, yeah, we are old. But hey, you know what? Sometimes in life, we gotta have a little bit of fun. Uh, but uh, that was—we uh, were at least really glad to get to, get to hear uh, from him uh, just for a brief moment. Uh, yes, I—I I agree. I do agree. So, but uh, <clears throat> but hopefully, that's, we'll have some more folks popping on here momentarily. Uh, but like I said, ladies, and we also have a lot of stuff going on here on some of our other pages here in, in, in the WCWS stable of groups uh we' want let you know that the fantasy cruiserweight classic is still taking place uh of course on the uh, page w w s Fan empire in which we're we're still awaiting the uh america we're still awaiting actually the results of a of a match um let me see if i can uh, find that here for you here ladies and gentlemen i'm glad let everybody know what that is. Uh, like I said, of course, we're talking about the Cruiserweight Classic being coming back. Cruiserweights coming back to WWE. And we have, have fun to have our own. we have our own little, uh, little uh, Cruiserweight Classic featuring some of your top Cruiserweights of all time from the past and present. See, <clears throat> it was kind of a fantasy sort of thing, if you will. Uh, of course, uh, one match in particular that uh, we're still we're still awaiting to hear. Um, is, of course, like I said, we have uh, one matchup pitting uh, Team A. Sanjay Dutt versus uh, ECW and WWE um, uh, alum Super Crazy. Uh, of course, we we um, so far actually have had two votes for Super Crazy. and uh, We still have not gotten, we need like three or more votes in order to officially decide all this. So, uh, and the winner of this match, ladies and gentlemen, I actually will... Will face Neville, who defeated Alex Shelley in the seventh match of the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, so, uh, who definitely it'll be like said, pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Uh, it'll be like in the second, be an interesting second round match. Like I said, so the winner will face, like I said, Neville in the second round. But like I said, it is pitting Sanjay Dutt versus Super Crazy. So, if you'd like to take advantage of that, please feel free to give give it a shot right there. And also, of course, keep in mind, on the Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield news page, which was started by WWS veteran Sarah Elizabeth Martin, we are also doing a fantasy uh, heavyweight championship tournament there as well um, with the winner to face Dean Ambrose. And so far, I think we haven't even gotten beyond the first match of that yet, which the first match we did pit, um, Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley uh but we have not heard uh anything official yet we, we have not heard if uh if anybody we ha- have not checked to see if anyone has actually voted for that for anyone for that match or not, but we will definitely get back with you on that. Uh W W S Fan Empire is Facebook dot com forward slash groups, forward slash WWS appreciation. Whereas Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash shield cena news and like i said uh, uh definitely like i said if you're not part of these groups definitely get to be a part of them here today um and like i said have be get in on the fun here as well and uh we'll uh we'll have those we'll, we'll make those available here to you so that way we you can get in right there on the action uh but we love to get these things going and determine a winner of both of these tournaments uh <clears throat> Also, of course, we're hoping to get our trivia title tournament up up and running here once again here pretty soon. Uh, several of the championships have not yet been decided. and Of course, some of will have to be done online here. Uh, we have not heard from any any more of the of the folks that actually hold the belts right now, but uh, we hope to get in contact with them and hopefully get these get these belts um, defended here. Or, like I said, unable to do it. Have matches once again to try to determine new, new champions so that way we can go ahead and get these belts defended as best as we possibly can. So, like I said, I mean, we'll keep everyone informed of this as well, of course, through our uh, pay per view page, uh, WW, WCWS Revolution Reborn, <clears throat> and of course that is Facebook dot com forward slash Group Sports slash WCWS Revolution PPV. Uh, so what else we can, else we can talk
2: about here. Um, hmm. yes. Uh, also, ladies
1: and gentlemen, we also wanted to mention, as well, of course, tomorrow night some uh, the coming week here some more remaining shows here. Uh, of course, tomorrow night will be our uh, will be as uh, is another double dose. It's double dose part three here in the radio network. As of course tomorrow night from eight to nine, will be of course uh, WCS Women's Revolution. Of course, uh, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds will be coming on and sharing pro wrestling uh, from a female perspective, and uh, she may have some more guests on her as well. Of course, Keen W. Duarte Smith, of course, brings her in every single every single Friday night, Uh, so you might get to hear from him as well. So. Definitely, like I said, chime in on chime in on that with call d one three nine nine two seven pound, and which has already been getting some real, real good reviews already so far. So we we love to we love to hear some good stuff about that. So uh, also keep in mind tomorrow night as well the Friday edition of the Mothership broadcast WWS Revolution. Of course, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, more general wrestling discussion, and of course more <clears throat> wrestling extras here as well. Uh, also here, of course, uh, Saturday afternoon. Remember, at one o'clock, we'll be having, of course, our uh, our radio network review show, WWS Power Hour. The uh, Iceman Jared Jerry Durama will not be joining me again to, uh, um Saturday afternoon. Hopefully, I will have some folks popping in and, and assist and assist me as we, of course, talk about all the shows here of the past week here in the WWS radio network uh and uh get everyone's thoughts and opinions about uh, what we talked about here uh this week here on all of our shows uh as well as of course uh, of course give the WWE uh power rankings for this week uh where everybody moved to uh, where, where it might go up, it might go down. Uh also of course give our give, give you our stats for all of our shows in the radio network about how many people have downloaded uh each, each, of, each of our shows here over the past week, how many um, how many downloads did we receive for each show from Revolution to Wolfpack to Wrestling Revisited to Wrestling Debate. You name it, we'll talk about that. And two of the other little things may pop up as well on Power Hour. So join us Saturday afternoon from 1 to 2, which is uh, for Power Hour, which is call ID one four one pounds And then Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, it will be the debut of, of course, another show, of course, that will be hosted by our own Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. It will be a TNA main event, as, of course, it will be TNA uh, news reviews uh, also from a female perspective as well. So the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and I'm sure also the King and W, Drew R.T. Smith will be joining her as well. Uh, so join them Sunday afternoon at 5. Call ID is one four two one three one. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, like I said, be sure to like I said, all of our past episodes of the Radio Network, you can find them, of course, always either on talkshoot.com directly or like I said, you can go through our page, like I said mentioned before, WCWS Radio Archives, and you can listen to <clears throat> and you can listen to like I said all of our past episodes, everything from like I said Revolution, Wolfpack, Rest and Revisited, Rest in Debate, Um of course in the Outlook, Attitude Radio wall radio uh, also of course uh also as well of course the episode of Top heel Inc will be on there uh women's revolution will be on there uh power hour outside the ropes uh, you name it it will be on there, so definitely like you said, take a listen to everything that we have to say here, like I said here in the radio network like I said, and of course like I said talk you you can uh pull up whatever episode you'd like to hear from. From like what we did, some of the stuff we did last year to some of the stuff we've done already this year, but so we just love to hear. We love to hear your thoughts and opinions about all of our shows here, ladies and gentlemen. And we have pages for all of our shows as well. So visit any of those pages and uh, leave your comments about everything that we say here on the shows and uh, and give us your take about anything uh, we can do to improve the shows. Uh, any ideas? We would love to hear what you have to say. So please let us know. 1 Call 2 one three eight five two one pound. You're listening to episode number sixty two of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. 4 4 4 4 Mr. WS, Mr. 4 Mr. 4 back on the on the with you. with you, 4 4 here 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 4 but he had to leave us. Uh, but uh, we, but we do thank you for coming on for just maybe maybe two minutes. Um, of course, if we do have here down in the chat box, here Human Super Machine John Gross. Um, of course, first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, um, and of course also alongside JD on Raw Radio every Monday Monday afternoon from three to five. Call ID is one three eight seven four four pound. And uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll have some more folks pop on for the night's out. Um, like I said, we're about 40 minutes out before we shut down for the evening. So uh, <clears throat> and let me see what we have here. <laughs> oh, yes, we also have a poll, ladies and gentlemen, on the Revolution
2: Radio Facebook page. Um
1: Uh, Of course, I made this um, on Monday, uh, talking about a story that Michelle did on Power Hour uh, this past Saturday, talking about uh, how uh, NXT champion Nakamura was quoted as saying that he would like to see X-Pac take on Brock Lesnar in the match. I mean, how would everyone feel about it? And so far, two people have said no, and one person has said maybe in that poll. Um, And, ooh! Okay. Ah, excellent. Just right Just right when uh I was uh getting ready to talk about something else, we do have someone that's joined the line here with us, ladies and gentlemen. It is of course <clears throat> uh uh one person I I knew who would definitely make it on here with <laughs> with us here tonight, it is of course she is of course the first two thousand fifteen W C S Hall of Famer. She is one third of, of the Madness NW of Madness Kingdom Progressive and Debate, one half of the Attitude Duo for Attitude Radio, and also also host of, of course, w Women's Revolution every Friday night, uh, from Friday night right here on Talkshow.com. And now the new host of Teenage Main Event, which will be making its debut this Sunday afternoon from uh, Sunday afternoon at 5, also right here on Talkshow.com as well. It is one and only, the black litter herself, above the other, is Michelle then Dodds. Michelle, welcome uh, to number 62 of Wolfpack. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah it seems like to me a lot, i'm I'm sure that some people are going to like listen to this episode are' going to I like that I've been talking to myself but uh um but no John's been on the chat box, and i I actually did a few pieces of rest of the news. I actually did the history before John Mayer came on uh he used to, he told me earlier he was going to be late so j d popped on here but only for two minutes because he said he was having so much fun. Apparently, he was out drinking and taking karaoke. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, he said he'd be on here tomorrow night on Revolution. And I just
2: dripped
1: the phone right out of my hand again. <laughs> I just dri- I dripped the phone out of my hand again. It's plugged up to my phone, so I'm charging it. I've done that five times on... On these shows already, <laughs> so no. that's crazy. Uh, well, one I story. I am
0: not a happy TNA fan right now. That's all I got
1: to say. Oh, okay. Well, we'll let you. We'll turn you loose on here on the uh, on uh, if you want to give us anything on TNA just a moment. But I have got to get. I let me pull it back up here because I've got to get your opinion uh, on this. Uh, Uh, and, and to be honest with you, some of this, you, one part of this, you may not like, but, uh, um, but as soon as I pull it up, I will, I will, I will let you know. I read, of course, courtesy of com that Pro Wrestling Illustrated Magazine has pulled out, has made their official list for 2016 top 500 wrestlers, and I'm going to run them down Michelle from and I only have a list of the first ten, so I'm gonna run down the first. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from starting up from number ten this is on the up top to number ten one.
0: of 2016.
1: The top ten out of the PWI 500 list for this year. Oh,
3: okay, okay.
1: Yes, the full. Yeah, it, they did five. They they ranked 500, but they only show the top ten on here. I think you have to go buy the actual magazine in order to find the actual list. So, uh, which of course. If you want to do it online, you can actually pay 350 and get it offline. If you want to, anyway, let me go ahead and pull it off. Put, give you the top 10 list and I'll run down where everybody was on this list last year. Number 10 was John Cena, who dropped down from number two. Surprising. Hmm. Number number nine was Dean Ambrose, who actually, believe it or not, when it came up four spots. He was at number 13 last year. This one might disappoint you just a bit, Michelle. Number eight is Seth Rollins, who dropped seven positions. He was number one on their list last year. Of course. He dropped to number eight. Yes. Number seven is Nakamura, who dropped two positions from number five to number seven. Number six is Kevin Owens, who came up from – he was actually in – he was actually number ten. He came up to number six. Number five. Here's the top five. Number five is Jay Lethal, who came up from number seventeen last year. Very impressive. Huh. Uh Number four is AJ Styles, who lost one step. He was number three last year. Number three, and this, these 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 next two are going to surprise you. Number three is Finn Balor. Who was last year number twenty eight in their list of five hundred wrestlers. Wow,
0: that's a hell of a jump.
1: It is. If you think that's big, this one is, is like right behind it. Number two, and I'm just gonna do my best to pronounce his name, I'm sure you've probably not heard of this guy, but he I think he's currently the the new Japan pro wrestling heavyweight champion. I think they call it the IWGP, I think is what they call it. Uh Kazuchika Okada. he oh, yeah. number who was number twenty seven. Last wow. year, it came up to number wow. two, and Michelle, this is going to blow your mind. Number one, Roman Reigns, oh. who was number who was number four in last year's list. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Well, I've got a well. Of course, I asked John this, and. I gotta ask you the same thing. Your thoughts on on the the top ten of the five hundred list for two thousand sixteen according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated.
0: Uh, <laughs> don't agree with number one. Um
1: I, I thought you wouldn't. <laughs> I
0: thought you would. Um
1: Yeah.
0: The Japan wrestling champion I'm surprised on too. Uh Mm -hmm. He's okay. He's he's not really, you know, fantastic or nothing. Yeah. Seth Rollins should have been top five. Uh, The others, you know, great. It's awesome. Finn Balor totally deserves it. Dean Ambrose, great superstar. Who was number 10 again?
1: Number 10 was Cena. See them made the top ten.
0: See, that really surprises me. But then again, it doesn't because he's been gone so much. So it right. doesn't surprise me really that his ratings dropped.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Now, now, according to the story that I read on 411 Mania, they did this, they started doing this from the last part of July last year to, to hold on, I think it was like from the beginning, I'm sorry, the beginning of July, Last year to the end of June this year, that compiled all of this between that right. frame of time. And so, a lot of things I'm sure happened during that time, and I'm sure probably part of that, and I think I was saying about this with the Seth Rollins deal, was last year, like I said, Seth Rollins was their top man, obviously. But him dropping that many positions, I'm sure it had to be because he was out, he was injured. True. Had to be. Had to be. But I mean still, I mean that many. But to see, of course, you know, Finn Balor make a huge jump like that, which is I think the biggest one there on the on that list. I'm sure there's probably more. I'm trying to find the whole list. I haven't been able to find it yet. I might have to go buy the book. That's probably the, the easiest thing to do is to go buy the book. They say you can buy like a digital copy of it on here for like three fifty off their website, but I, I have to think about that doing that. Uh anyway but uh, but I mean I mean I mean Ambrose, you know all all three former members of the Shield on this list, which is surprising yeah. surprising to me. Uh, um, you know, I mean Roman Reigns said he was kind of shocked with the honor. I mean, according oh. to 411 Mania, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact. America. I'll pull up let me pull up the story I think you, I think you, this might be uh, this might be, be Jay Lethal making it as well I and mean, Jay Lethal seen it, and that's great yeah I mean, I'm not
2: I'm,
1: I, either right I mean but still I mean there's uh, uh, let me see where I can find the uh, and there's some other stories I'm going to tell you back that we that uh, uh, Um. Um, that that will that I'll tell you more about here as well. Um, let's see. Uh, and believe it or not, there was a poll on WWE's Twitter account. So, did you enjoy tonight's episode of the WWE Cruiserweight Classic? Seventy. uh this is actually from yesterday, as a matter of fact. Seventy-eight percent said thumbs up. Twenty-two percent said thumbs down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, 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 Roman Reigns also took the Twitter comment on topping this year's PWI 500. And, Michelle, you ought to see the freaking cover for this. Oh, boy. This one, Roman Reigns said, this one's for the Roman Empire, and I go and cry about us haters. Hashtag the guy. (laughs) 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 And this is his (laughs) 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 words. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not, this is not the story that I, that I, uh, I saw earlier, I mean, I'm sure they probably, um, I'm sure it's on here somewhere, but, um, but what I found, um, but, uh, but like I said, I mean, they, they, they interviewed him and all that, he was, he was, he was very, uh, uh, yeah, I just see a
0: comment on his Twitter account right now, too,
1: yeah, um also, you know, I read some I read something about uh um uh believe it or not, X Pop, Sean Wallman has got his own podcast. And he had Scott oh, Hall on it. Yeah, yeah. Scott Hall had, was his first guest.
2: Mm,
1: and, you guys saw
0: Gerard that.
1: Yes, and believe it or not, uh I'll have to send I'll have to send Gerard I'll send Gerard the story. But uh, I think he'll get kicked out of the story. But uh um um, they're talking about you know Goldberg possibly talking about WWE and also saying that Shawn Michaels has a plan for the click to have some sort of impact next year's WrestleMania. Wow. Huh. So um, I'd definitely like to see that personally myself. Uh, uh, of course, um, believe it or not, the storyline between The Miz and Daniel Bryan, WWE has killed it off because of the. Infamous segment that took place without talking smack.
0: You know, can I say something on that?
1: Please, go ahead.
0: (laughs) I've always been a fan of Daniel Bryan. I've always had the utmost respect for Daniel Bryan. The myth I did not like in the beginning, but I'm going to tell you what, over the last 10 years or whatever, I've watched this man. He has really starting to impress me more, especially when he did that segment with Daniel Bryan and the segment that he did uh, on SmackDown, which I never got to say. My apologies about last night, um, my child and his... Anyways, we won't get into that because I'm still very angry with him over that. Um
2: oh
0: Yeah. He Ooh. decided to tell me at, after 9 o'clock, oh, I have a project to due tomorrow, so it's going to be done. Yeah, we were up until 1 o'clock almost doing it. Um, but that's
1: okay. Uh, um,
0: the Miz is amazing talent. He is golden on the mic. He's funny, all that. I think that they should not have dropped the segment between the two. For one case, yes, because there's so many stories that all these people pulling from these bullshit rag sheets are saying, oh, Daniel Bryan's come back to fight with the Miz one more time. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. He can't afford it. He knows it. Keep the feud going, but keep the feud going promo-wise, you know, running his mouth to him. And that's in that in that category of line. They don't have to fight. It never has to always be a fight. The right. Miz has brilliant promos, regardless of how people think he's stupid. His, to quote J.D., um, He's stupid. His wife's blonde bimbo, this, that, and the other, blah, blah. The man is brilliant. I mean, sure. he, he really is brilliant in his own way. So, like I said, I don't think they have to fight. But keep that animosity going between them, even if it is just verbal and light. It's drawing attention, which is what you want for SmackDown, since it's such a big heated controversy between the two of who has the better show right now. And it will always be while the strategy is taking place. Don't ever take the heat out of the kitchen. That's my motto. Keep that heat in there. Keep the shit going. Keep it running. They don't have to fight. Let them them duke it out promo-wise, because I can tell you what. The Miz will put uh, Daniel Bryan under the carpet. Daniel Bryan, he cuts promos, but they're not the best. They really aren't. So my thing is, is that if they want to keep this run of SmackDown killing it, you know, against Raw, this is the way to
1: do it. Right. Well, according to the story, right, and I understand what you mean. I mean, I say you know it was I thought it was coming along pretty well myself. Uh, let me let me let me read the story. It's a small story. Let me ahead and read it. According to PWI, PW Insider, the Daniel Bryan and this story was cut short this week on SmackDown because the talking smack segment from last week, went in a direction the company did not expect. The SmackDown post-show segment in question received a lot of attention online, and it was a largely unscripted segment. The banter was planned ahead of time, but Miz's improvisation during the segment caused things to veer away from what the company planned. Daniel Bryan noted on the August 30th episode of Talking Smack at last night's Sports Center that WWE intends to keep he and the Miz far apart while they're on screen. Which suggests that the statement didn't go out of WWE planned and won't be followed up on in terms of the interactions between Brian and Ms. So, now, if in other the words, point,
0: they're saying they did that on their own. It was not from. Uh,
1: apparent, so, apparently, what they're, they're saying.
0: It was not what they were told to do. They they basically they took it and ran with it on their own.
1: Right. Apparently. Apparently, what they're saying is that it didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Right. And so it went. It went. It went a little bit off of it, which I figured maybe a little, a little bit above and beyond would be a little bit something interesting even for WWE these days. But apparently right. not. Apparently not. I mean, because uh, they're not, they're not going to let Daniel Bryan and the Miz get near each other. I guess anymore. I'm not sure. I
0: but, mean, uh, I the, the coward comments were uncalled for because Daniel Bryan's not a coward, neither is the Miz. But it's like, you know, you had to pull something out of your hat because, you know, on air you can't say, hey, you asshole, you know, you know you bastard, you you know, stuff like that. You can't. Um, sure. So in some way, shape, or form, that was probably the only thing that could come off with off the top of their head. But let me tell you what. That was an amazing promo from the men. Amazing. Sure.
1: Sure. It was
0: heart, soul, passionate, everything in and about him, his character, the business, what. What he does, he meant it when he said he loved the fans. The one thing I didn't like he said is that, you know, in the last six months I've never been injured. Never say that. Never say that. Because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Finn Balor didn't expect to be injured and be out. Seth Rollins didn't expect to be injured and be out for nine months. Never say you've never been injured. It's a wrong thing to say in this business. But I'm gonna tell totally. you, pro- promo wise, Miz killed it.
1: He, he was awesome on that. Oh, absolutely. I would agree. I mean, I'll definitely agree. I mean, why stop a good thing? But I mean, uh, like I said, WWE just permanently did not plan to go the way the way it happened. That's why they stopped. It. That's why they stopped it right. They killed it right there in its tracks. So. Right. Oh uh, well. So like I said, I if, mean, if, if, if they pop up with it again, I mean, they're going they're going to revamp it. The, for for their own purposes, you watch and see. Um, another thing I want to get your your take on Michelle's story that I did here. Four Eleven Mania had a bunch of pretty good stories on here tonight. One of them in particular was talking about former WWE wrestler Cody Rhodes. huh said saying he calls for WWE to cut ties with TMZ and ESPN. And let he and he put posted this on Twitter yesterday afternoon. And here's the reasons why he said that, and I'll get more detail here in just a minute. And this is from his own tweet that he did yesterday. He said, cut ties with TMZ because they ran my mother's 911 call. And cut ties with ESPN because they insulted a child. And it says, have the balls mainstream, in quotation marks, ain't always worth it. That's his words. And, of course, this is what he's talking about right here. Cody's upset with TMZ. Because they posted audio of the 911 call made when Dusty Rhodes fell ill before being hospitalized, and of course, he passed away last year. So, so the, the TMZ thing must be of a personal nature, obviously. Well, of course, it would be. Of course, talking about his, his late father, obviously. In regards to ESPN, he is referencing yesterday's incident where ESPN Radio's Amin El Hassan upset fans by criticizing the video of Kevin Owens' son reacting to his dad's WWE Universal title win.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Cody Rhodes,
1: you no, know, no, not being part of WWE anymore. Yeah, he's coming out here, formed WWE about you know, cut the ties with you know these two, with these two uh, news uh, like TMZ and ESPN. I mean, what's your take on this?
0: Well, TMZ story. I don't blame him because that's his father. He had fallen ill. but, You know, he was on his way out, basically, which none of us knew until it did happen. They had no right to do that. Yeah. Um, that right there should be one hell of a lawsuit from Dusty Rhodes family, number one. And number two, you, you don't disrespect WWE families like that. That's just, that, that disgusts me in more ways than one, especially a legends family. Who put God knows how many years, probably over twenty years? It had to be at least twenty years or more. served sure. Into this, and you air his freaking nine one one call? You got to be joking me.
1: Yeah, his mother's nine one one call. You know when she was calling saying that uh, something was something had happened to the dusty. Yeah.
0: The ESPN story—they uh, should be sued too. That's yep. bullshit. Why? Why would you make fun of a child who is celebrating with his father's win? Granted, he didn't win the damn thing on his own. I'm going to say it, and I didn't. You know, I'm going to say it. He did it, but why would you bring an innocent child? who is celebrating his father's win of his first universal title with WWE into it and make fun of the kid. Yeah. Like, that's Viperville suplex city shit right there for me. For
1: oh, sure. It is. It is.
0: And his first party Rhodes, kudos to him because, you know, I've always loved Dusty Rhodes and his family.
2: His kids are super talented. Um. Uh, it just disgusts
0: me. It, it,
2: it just disgusts me. I don't know what
0: the hell's wrong with these damn reporters and shit. I I, really, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it.
1: Right. Oh, I understand. Oh, I I understand how you feel. I I understand because, I mean, that's that's what really. That's what really got me. You know, why? Why in why in the world would a ma- mainstream like like this? You know, I mean, like who, you know, barely ever talked about wrestling, you know, before. You know, all of a sudden, you knows is, is is because now wrestling's back in the mainstream. and are starting to talk about it again, and then all of a sudden, but they but they talk about it in in the sense that it's that it's not, it's not supposed to, uh, uh. you know, it's not supposed to be the right. Uh, it's not talking about in the right direction. I mean, they're bringing it into a personal nature. I mean, it's it's just, it's just kind of sad to see it, see see it go that far. But I mean, and like you said, yes. I mean, while while the win may not have been like a, may not have been exactly what you would call a glorious one because of the fact legit.
0: that
1: legit <laughs> Legit, because of what of what happened, of course, with Triple H. Uh... But, uh, still, I mean, believe it or not, I mean, Kevin owens, I mean, yes, yes, he has won the intercontinental belt, so that's and uh of course he of course he is, is uh, of course, he had the n x t belt for a while here, but this is his first big time title, and, right, and of course, i mean i mean <laughs> does he if he one of those that deserves to wear i mean sure i i would i believe that of he is not. one of those, of course he is, but I mean the thing, but uh. He but, didn't need I mean, Hunter's help. He did not need Hunter's help. Of course he didn't. He didn't need Triple H why Triple H got into that anyway, no no of course the backlash after that, of course it was a thirty six second video on YouTube posted on YouTube saying, you know, uh um, um, um uh but yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, um, sorry about that. Someone was hitting me up on Skype. Uh, but uh, but like I said, I mean, Seth Rollins came in on there just I mean, and I mean, did Seth even man know about it? I mean, that's been another topic here. Topic here at the base for a long, among wrestling fans here for uh, a long for uh, for a long time. Or that's, going, that's going to be for a long time. Yeah. Did Stephanie know that her husband was going to get involved in this? A lot of people are saying that no, she, he did, she did not know that. She was more, she was surprised, more surprised than I'm sure even the whole WWE universe was. But but some people are saying, oh no, she, no, no, she acted that way to, th- to throw everybody off guard. Yeah. She actually didn't know about. It. She actually probably pre it or something. I mean, who knows what the whole situation with that is. Would, would
0: I mean, you like to know my theory
1: on that? I would love to hear your
2: theory on that. Okay. So I didn't get to really finish my Raw review, but anyways. Uh,
0: kudos to Kevin Owens, even though, like I said, I think he could have won that belt without help, but who knows. Uh, Triple H returning was unexpected. Everybody did not expect it. I had read that he was not going to be back until Backlash.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, right.
0: Which would have been, you know, when I'm going to be there and I probably would have pooped my pants then. Um, um, my theory is, is that I think Stephanie McMahon knew. I think she was in on it. She's a damn good actress. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll, I'm going to do both sides of the fence here, Chad. It is I'm going to do... No, she didn't know. She she did play the part very well. She was shocked. As as you saw, I, show, I sent you guys the video of Seth Rollins, Stephanie, and Mick uh, after the show. Seth Rollins was like, what the hell just happened? And she's, you know, they were feuding this, that, and the other. Maybe she doesn't know, or she didn't know, or she expected Hunter to come back to help staff, or she did know she's in on it. There's going to be a reunite of the shield by backlash, which would make me poop my pants even more. And this is going to be her way of bringing Hunter back in, reforming the authority with Kevin Owens, and kicking Mick Foley out as GM.
2: Mm -hmm. Those
0: are my
2: theories. Right. I
0: could be wrong.
1: Well, anything we say in WWE, as we all say in WWE, WWE, anything can happen.
0: That's
1: right. So, So, I mean, you know, if there was a purpose behind Triple H coming back, I would love to know what, I mean, was it more than just, you know, you know, was it, was it something was was he getting back at Seth Rollins? Was he getting back at anybody in particular? I mean
0: I, I think before. it was revenge to Seth to some degree because oh, Hunter's very protective of his wife. And the whole uh, oh, congratulations, you know, you're gonna do great, you're gonna win, this is your night, blah blah and then they hug each other could have set Hunter off too. So he's like, well, you're out of the picture now, so somebody else has to win it, and it's not going to be Roman, and it's not going to be Big Cat, so it's going to be Kevin Owens. And I'm going to see to it that that happens. Right, yes. Because Roman's still on the shit list for the whole drug test thing, and you know, I'm going to say this too. I still feel bad for Roman because he's still getting booed very bad. For the love of God, if they would just open their eyes, maybe this well, no, because he's on his bra. But maybe, maybe by the chance of God that Vince McMahon will open up his eyes and pull his head out of his butt and realize that the best thing that they need to do is turn Roman Reigns heel. Then bring keep that heel, bring Dean back into the mix. And reunite the shield.
1: Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's like it's like they go on this really, really good road, and then it curves. And then you're like, shit, you know?
1: Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Michelle, I'm well, sorry. To, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to cut you off. Did you by any chance say the word heal? I did. You said the word heal. It's a top motherfucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I, I didn't want to interrupt you, Michelle. <laughs> okay. The reason, yes, yeah, and I, and ladies and gentlemen, it is, and it is of course, as I've been calling him, the man, the myth, the legend, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WWS. Of course, 2014 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the one and the only King NWO himself. GTS Gerard T. Smith has joined us on Wolfpack sixty two. Gerard, welcome, the man.
3: Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Hi, Gerard. And,
1: and, hey, and, I love Oh, uh, yep. And Gerard, just let you know, <laughs> JD didn't make it on.
3: <laughs> what? And
1: JD didn't JD, make it what? on. And did not make it on. He's dropped. He's he is he is actually out uh, singing karaoke and drinking shots. Called here about two a little that while ago before me.
3: Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, but uh, but he but he came on here. He acted. He sounded like I mean. And John's on the chat box. So let me ask. Let me ask him, and I'll and I'll tell you what he says. John, did JD sound drunk to you when he called a little while ago? He said he was drink- he said he was drinking shots. I <laughs> w I wanna hear I wanna see John John's reaction here. Uh Gerard, did you get that story I sent you?
3: Uh no. You better tell me about
1: it. On your wall well, believe it or not, uh uh two of your favorites was on a uh, wrestling podcast recent uh, just uh not too, uh, I think the other day, and believe it or not it's hosted by X Pac. And his first and his first guest was Scott Hall. What? The
3: story's on
1: your wall, but I put it on your wall just a few oh, minutes I'll ago.
3: Have to, I'll have to go try to find that. That would be an interesting conversation between X Pac and Scott Hall.
1: And they're talking about, of course, they say it'd be great for Goldberg to return to WWE. And there was, he said, there was some discussion. Him and Scott Hall talking about some discussion that Shawn Michaels wanted to bring do a sort of a click reunion of some sorts at WrestleMania thirty three next year.
0: Cover your ears.
3: <laughs> that would be awesome if they could do that. But uh we'll have to yeah. wait and see.
1: Yep, and John says he believes that JD was drunk when he called a few minutes
0: ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, by the way, Gerard, I have got to tell you this, and Michelle already knows the story. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine released her top 500 wrestlers for this year. They compiled this list between the the we uh, see uh, the 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 um, July of last year and. June of this year, I believe that's right, okay. And believe it or not, you are not going to believe who is number one. Who is number one? One of
3: your not-so-favorite people.
1: Roman Reigns.
3: Fuck off. He's not number one.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what? I looked at this, and I was surprised too, Gerard, but believe it or not, that's what it said. It had a list of the top ten Seth was number one last year on this list. He dropped down to number eight, I believe it was.
3: Those people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they pop this over a year's time, though. I mean, Ambrose was on the list. Cena was on the list. Finn Balor jumped twenty spots. did Cena get,
3: number two? Because he kicked <laughs> out of two, or what?
1: No, he got number ten. Actually, he was on the very. He was on the top. He was in the top ten. He was number ten. Well, uh, he still sucks. Whether
3: yeah. <laughs> <If
1: you're laughs> or not, he still sucks. The the IWGP Heavyweight Champion—I forget his name—is number two behind oh. Roman. Uh, Finn Balor is number three. He jumped up from—he was like twenty in twenty. He jumped up twenty-seven spots from last year in that. Uh, AJ Styles is number four, and Jay Lethal ended up being in the top five with that with them. So. Uh. But but Roman Reigns, Gerard, I kid you not, I I still can't believe it myself.
0: Here's another trending Roman Reigns story, Um, not to cut you off or nothing, but while I'm seeing it for tell me there's an online petition about forcing Roman Reigns to stop wearing his illegal body armor
3: while he wrestles.
1: Yeah, Gerard, we talked about that last night, didn't we, I think?
3: Uh, I don't remember that, unless I, I came on a little late, I think, so maybe talk before I got on.
1: Yeah, I think, did, I think we did, we mentioned something about that, that this guy was going to send it to Vince McMahon and Triple H, and, hey, he said he was mm-hmm. going to send it to Barack Obama and everybody else. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <Are you? laughs> yeah, because the saying, like, that. What he's wearing it is not fair or something. I, mean, I don't know what the deal with Well, I don't
0: understand that. I mean, why are they saying it's illegal?
3: I mean, I, I don't get that comment. Because I guess they think it's a bulletproof vest, which is
1: not. Uh, yes, that's what they're saying.
3: That's a
1: good yeah. point. Yeah, also, John said, when we're talking about the list of the top 10 for PWI, I said John Cena was number 10. John John Arjon says, Cena didn't kick out at 10. He got knocked out at 10 after going 10 rounds with Nikki. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I would be knocked out, too, if we went 10 rounds with. Uh, ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, yeah. We've had a.
0: Hey, Chad. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: Gerard and I did our. Uh, Top Heel
1: show tonight? You have to ask him the music you started out with. It was great. Yes, and then Gerard, I actually told folks and all that 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 show would be popping on the archive page here soon. But definitely listen to the first episode. That. How did that, I meant to ask how, how did that go. I wanted to talk about that.
3: I thought it was a you great show. That show went glorious! <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, and and per Michelle's request, Gerard, let me ask a question. What theme did you use? I gotta hear this.
3: The what?
1: What theme did you use? What did it open up the show?
3: Glorious by Bobby
1: Roode. Oh, oh, his, oh, that's what it's called. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know what it was. Co- I, hey, I didn't know what it was called, guys. I'm old-fashioned. I don't know how this. Okay, thank you. Uh, I don't know a lot of the new music. I mean, I know some, I don't know. I mean, I don't know TNA. I mean, I,
2: I
0: but thought it was it, amazing for a show, though.
1: <clears throat> right, right. And I see it's already on show, ready to be listened to as well. So, um, and I will get some good responses, and we'll, and I will let everybody also know that Power Hour, uh, JD will not make it on. Uh, so, um, Anybody that can pop on Saturday afternoon, uh, y'all can pop on. I would love to hear more about this. So, because uh,
0: well, who already posted the show?
1: No, 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 no. It's not on our page yet. It oh,
0: okay. after after, after post both shows tomorrow.
1: After no, 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 no. Not on our page. No, no. I'm talking about talk show. It already took because I think it takes a few minutes after the show is over with. Oh,
0: okay, I got you, I got you. So
1: that, way, so that way you'll be able to set it up to where you'll be able to post the show onto the page. Yeah,
0: because I got to post uh, yesterday and today.
1: Right, right. So there's three of them right there. Uh, um, uh, let me see here, guys. We got a few minutes here. Uh, just, uh, let's see, the four of us here. And of course, um uh, kinda of funny that uh kinda of laughing at the fact that J.D.'s uh, singing and drinking and acting like a little Japanese man or something <laughs> uh karaoke. Okay, yeah. Uh, we'll go we're gonna go a little bit over time here because like I said, I we started out here mostly just me and John. But uh but let's do yeah, if y'all don't mind, uh, Gerard, let's do uh our old standby. If you don't mind there, my man.
3: The old standby. Couple of beer bottles, couple cigars, <laughs> couple of standing chairs. No, that's not right. <laughs> the old standby is Wicked Wild Fantasy Matchups. Ooh. You are
1: gets. Getting- Better and better with that every single time I love it I'm
3: drunker cool. every single time
1: <laughs> okay uh so we'll said, like, we'll do we'll do three matches a piece, and uh we'll go so we'll go in a little bit of overtime here uh <clears throat> and um so uh uh we'll do one through two we'll do one through ten here this time and see uh, who comes closest uh um, Michelle, let me start with you. One through ten.
2: Uh, I'm going to say three. Okay, Gerard. Seven. Okay, John. John says Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: John says one. Uh, let me see. see, Gerard, you said seven, Michelle, you said three, and John said one. Uh, Well, believe it or not, Gerard hit it right on the money. It is seven.
2: Thank
1: you, Gerard. So, Gerard, like I said, as we did last night, three matches. We'll do one at a time. You get to choose who will go after you. Uh, And sky's the limit. My man, take her away.
3: Take her away, um, mhm, sounds like a boat show or something, but uh, okay, we'll go uh, oh, I got the perfect fucking match. ooh, we're gonna do a tag team hardcore match, oh're yeah. gonna do like that seems more right. Alright, we're gonna do a hardcore tag team match. We're gonna go Raven, Cactus Jack versus Abyss and Tommy Dreamer.
1: Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh very hard very hard very, very, very hardcore. Uh Gerard, your thoughts on your hardcore tag?
3: Raven and Cactus Jack.
1: Okay. Michelle? Agree. Okay, John. And I'm gonna say that too, Raven and Cactus. I think that'd be I mean it'd be a dynamite match either way. John's also saying Raven and Cactus. Okay. Uh Gerard, who goes next? Myself, Michelle or John?
3: Who goes next, eh? The Black Widow bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And hey
0: I'm not like, flashy lady tonight. What the
3: hell? No, you're a bitch tonight,
2: apparently.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, come on, MLD. I'm always uh, joking.
1: And Gerard, I didn't steal your line too when I introduced her. I did my I did my own way. So.
3: Oh, did you
1: now? I'm fired. <laughs> I didn't do the spider thing, man, but that's your call. I'm mine, so.
3: uh, uh, Whatever. I was busy drinking, I guess. There you go. Okay, doke,
1: Michelle. You have been... You have been... Uh, oh. Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's see. I'm going to do women's. I'm going to do... Uh,
0: Nikki... NICU- uh, so, 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 so. Nikki Bella versus
2: Melina. Ooh. Motorboat and Ahoy. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, your, your match, your thoughts, please. Mm. Um,
0: that's tough. That's two of my favorite. Um, I'm going to say draw.
2: Okay. Gerard. Nikki Bella versus Melina.
3: I'm going to have to go with the big tits, Nikki
1: Bella. <laughs> hey, John, uh, um, your thoughts on uh, Michelle's. Uh, John's also saying Nikki, and I will say Nikki as well. So, Michelle, between myself and John, who's next?
2: Boop. I'm going to go with John.
1: Ah, okay, John. All right, Michelle has called you out, so you come up with a fancy matchup. You here. better Please be
0: nice, this. John.
1: Yes. Or
0: I'm coming for you.
2: Because remember, John, she's the only one that lives closer to you than anybody here. <laughs>
1: Did that... Ooh, he's got a good one. He's got a good one-on-one. John Morrison versus Finn Balor.
2: You son of a bitch! I said <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Oh,
1: Lord, I'm John John... Uh... Think carefully. Who do you who do you pick oh. with? <laughs> oh. hey. And John, after you choose,
2: lock your doors. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. John's going with Finn Balor.
1: Oh. Michelle, your thoughts here? John Morrison versus Finn Balor.
0: John needs his ass kicked.
2: Hey, okay, number one. Um, I'm going to say draw because can't pick. They, they're two of my favorites. So I can't pick.
1: Jamie. Whoa. So you're saying you're saying a draw on this match?
2: Uh,
1: or who do you? Say? Oh, I didn't. Know, I didn't know you.
0: Yes, I have to say draw.
1: Okay. Uh. Okay, so I mean it's that's it that's her decision of course.
0: And then I'm coming to John's house and I'm giving him an RKO out of nowhere.
2: Oh, uh-oh. uh oh.
1: Gerard, your thoughts are John Morrison versus Finn Balor.
3: Finn Balor.
1: I knew he was gonna say that. Well <laughs> uh this would be a good match. I gotta say a draw too. This would be a this, this match could be a close one. Actually, John Morrison was in our wrestling history tonight there, guys. Uh, five years ago today, 2011, he defeated Rey Mysterio for the Intercontinental Belt.
0: Yes, he did.
1: Yes. And when the Intercontinental Belt actually was in the wrestling history overall tonight because uh, it's when Pat Patterson won it for the first time. Thirty-some mm-hmm. years ago,
2: Uh, okay, so that means, um,
1: so, so, I guess if John's not talking, I'm sure he's going to tell me that I'm the next one in line to choose, so I will choose. To
0: quote Goldberg, you're
1: next. <laughs> I think you're going to do that,
2: too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. My, my first match here, I'm kind of inspired tonight by, uh, and Michelle may kill me for part of this, I don't know, but one of these guys with... He kind of, okay, John says, he's doing the prices Right thing. Come on down, you're the next. He's passing on the Wild and Wicked Fantasy match. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, Bob Barker, whatever you say. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, one of the guys in this mat, in my fantasy matchup I saw at, um, on um, the DVD I had for WrestleMania three, a long time ago. I don't know if you remember this particular guy or not, but uh, this guy was tough. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about when I mention his name. But my fantasy matchup is Batista Mm. versus Billy Jack Haynes.
2: (laughs) Good God, I was taking a drink. You about made me choke.
1: John uh Gordon be thinking about who do you pick between Batista and Billy Jack Haynes. Billy Jack Haynes had a good match against the late Hercules at WrestleMania three. Uh, see so who could put on the full Nelson better. Hercules at the time was managed by Bobby Heen. Hercules
0: it, Hercules, Hercules.
1: It ended in a double count out too, because they were both outside the ring. But then Hercules hit Billy Jack with his with his chain and made Billy Jack bleed right there right near his eye. John said but John said said Batista pulled a win off of this. Uh Gerard, your thoughts. Batista versus Billy Jack Haynes. Batista. Okay. And, and Michelle.
0: Dave, the animal. Batista.
1: Guys, please by all means forgive the host tonight. But because I followed this and I saw this and I was just now talking about this, I'm going to have to play the odd man out as much as Batista is a great wrestler. And I think he would he probably would go after take down someone of this caliber. I'm actually an upset saying Billy Jack Haynes. Right on. But this, this, dude, this dude was tough. If you ever if you ever saw him wrestle back in the day, I mean this dude was big, I mean I mean, Hercules was two seventy five at the time that this match happened uh Billy Jack was about the same the same weight and Billy Jack picked him up kinda like what the old what the warrior eventually did with the splash with the press slam I and mean, with ease, kinda like Davy boy and all them used to do, you know that was bad so. okay my my uh uh tackle our second matchup here for everyone, and I will now bring in Michelle.
2: Oh
0: shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, 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 okay. Um, let
2: me think. Um, 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 um,
1: mm. um, I'm ooh, ooh. Up with the the Miz
2: against Mike Bennett.
1: Ooh. That's a great match. Uh, Michelle, your match of was? please. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Why did I make this match?
2: Um. Always gotta be careful when you make the matches now. Be always silly. Uh.
3: Mike Bennett.
2: Okay. Gerard the
1: Miz versus Mike Bennett.
3: Mike Bennett.
1: Okay. Uh, John the Miz versus Mike Bennett. Because he might be in it. <laughs> okay.
2: My
0: poor is-
1: Mike. My- Bennett. John is also saying Mike Bennett. And you know what? Since I'm not a Ribbit fan, of him, I'll say I'll say this. I'll say Mike Bennett too. Yeah. All right, Michelle. Between myself, Gerard, and John, who's next?
0: I am going for my sidekick, my best friend, my brother, the
2: King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, it's time to play the game. Apparently, it is. <laughs> Gerard's sleepy.
3: Um, <laughs> what?
0: Sleepy. Sleepy.
3: No. Do you want me to
0: sing you lullaby? It might not be that pretty. <laughs>
3: I'm not sleepy. But, uh, I'm uh. Never mind. <clears throat> I'm full of sunshine and rainbows. uh... Do you fart them, too? Yeah, of course I fart them. It's
2: uh... (laughs) It's
3: an extra. My match is going to be...
2: is the champion in TNA right now?
0: The heavyweight champion?
2: Yeah. Well, as of tonight, it's still Bobby Lashley. All
3: right. We're going to have a three-way matchup. We're going to have Bobby and Lashley versus Dean Ambrose. Oh. Versus Kevin Owens. Oh!
2: oh
1: the WWE Universal Champion, the WWE Champion, and the TNA Heavyweight Champion in a triple threat matchup.
0: That's an awesome fucking matchup.
1: That's a big... That would be a big-time matchup right there, yes. And Gerard, your are picking, man. Who would you pick? It
2: will be...
3: Pop up Powerball. <laughs> John is
1: actually agreeing with it. He says Kevin Owens as well. Michelle, your thoughts here on this champion versus champion versus champion triple threat? Uh, Ambrose, uh, KO, and Bobby Lashley. Gerard.
2: Gerard. Yeah, you're
3: picking Bobby Lashley. I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I knew
0: he was reading my mind. <laughs> well, what else was I going to say, Gerard? What do I always say first?
3: I love you, Gerard. <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: <laughs> well, I, was, I was actually waiting for it. I I didn't hear it. I thought you were going to pick KO, because you're like, you didn't say it. You always say it first. But uh, I knew you were going to pick Bobby Lashley.
0: I,
1: w- I was. I was. I was going to say, Gerard. You know what? You know, I love
0: you, but. <laughs> I'm going to
1: say Kevin was, uh, Owens, Bobby, Bobby Booby Lashley, Yeah. Bobby Bobby Booby Lashley. What the? <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say uh, Kevin Owens in his as well. Uh, great match, Gerard. Excellent big time match up here. No
0: shit.
1: You got that I right. To
0: see that match happen.
1: Hey. We might have to, we might have to do that in something uh, here, somewhere down the road here. Uh, Gerard, down to me or John? Who is next for the second match?
3: The next victim on my list is the Chadwick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to, uh, let me see here.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, ooh, I like that. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good.
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> let's, let's give this a shot here. Uh, I'm going to do a tag thing here. <clears throat> I'm going to, do, of course, rep- represent Gerard's favorite all-time stable, the <laughs> NWO, <Uh-oh. clears throat> Vicious and Delicious, both by well, Scott Norton,
0: <clears throat>
1: which was a very great team. They made an excellent team back in the day. And they will take on American Alpha. <laughs>
0: Wait, what,
2: Vicious and Delicious against American Alpha? Yes. Oh. Um, uh, uh, Gerard, your thoughts here? Vicious and Delicious versus American Alpha.
3: i for life, so it's Vicious and
1: Delicious. <laughs> but you know, um, Vicious and Delicious versus American Alpha.
0: Oh Gerard, I love you, but I'm going. Oh,
1: no. oh, but
0: you, I'm sorry, I love American Alpha too. Damn, that
1: was a hard match. Okay. And John is also going with Vicious and Delicious. This. And you know what? Guess this is an NWO show. We're going. To, we're going to stick with that. We're going to say Vicious and Delicious.
0: I know oh. i need i need spankings. I need to go to
1: my room something shit I don't know no no, you don't no, you're fine you're fine and gerard and gerard we 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 say we 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 choose this team because they're just too what Sweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay john that means, uh, you are next, as Michelle put it. Uh um <laughs> uh, Michelle Goldberg, I mean Michelle
3: not... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I like that name, Michelle Goldberg.
1: You like that name? Okay. All right. Oh. Michelle, Michelle Goldberg, Nash, uh, Lesnar, um uh, oh Lord, she got a lot of last name. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, John, your 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 second fancy matchup, please, sir.
2: I would be a better wife to Brock Lesnar than Sable.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let me see. Oh Lord. Oh. <laughs>
2: okay.
3: Okay.
1: All right. Since we were talking about the Intercontinental Title earlier. Okay. Oh boy. John. John is going on both sides of the spectrum on this match here, guys. His second fantasy matchup is the first Intercontinental Champion, Pat Patterson, versus the current one, The Miz. Oh.
2: Joe, your thoughts. Pat Patterson versus The Miz. The Miz. Gerard. The Miz. That's
1: John, who do you choose? He says The Miz. And you know what? I guess to keep things current, I guess I'll say The Miz too.
2: Because yeah. he's. Uh, say, Gerard. Because the misses is awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, John. For who will start off? Start us off to to do their third and final fantasy matchup of the evening. Me, Michelle, or Gerard.
2: Oh seriously. And John
1: says he thinks he always knows, so he's gonna go ahead and say it. He's doing it again to you, Michelle.
0: Damn it, John. Damn
2: it, damn it. Um <laughs> Let me think of something really good here. Uh, hmm. Uh, Oh, oh, no! I'm not doing that one because that mm one. Nope, 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 nope. Um, Uh, well, poopy doopy. Um, I'm gonna say Mr. Perfect. This is going to be a fatal three-way. No, four-way. Mr. Perfect, the ultimate warrior, then we'll do two newbies. Uh, uh, Okay, Mr. Perfect, the ultimate warrior, Okay, my brain is dead. Um, I'm going to say Randall Keith Orton (laughs) and Bobby
1: Roode. (coughs) District Perfect, The Ultimate Warrior, uh, Randy Orton and Bobby Roode. Two classics and two And I screwed myself. And you and you and who will win your match there, Michelle?
0: I have no absolute flipping clue,
2: but <laughs> <sighs> Mr Perfect. Good.
1: Your, your thoughts on Michelle's fatal four way? Mr. Perfect, The Ultimate Warrior, Randy Orton, and Bobby Roode.
2: He's going to say it.
3: (laughs) I am going to say it. told you. Hold on. (laughs) It's glorious. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby (laughs) Roode.
1: And, of course, i got to ask the question, Gerard, since you answered that. Does it uh, does it still pay to be rude? Always. Thank you very much. And John is saying Viperville, which I'm sure you I think he's talking traitor, about already. You
0: John. You traitor, John.
1: Oh, my Lord. Oh, okay. And me, i got to make this good. Uh, great match here. Uh... gonna be another. I'm
2: gonna say the warrior. A okay, good match here, good match, Michelle, as always. I'm trying to with
0: a bang.
1: Ooh, okay. And now, Michelle, you got myself. You got Browning. Uh, oh. You got John for our third and final match. So, so who will who will who will do their final match next?
0: Well. As always, it's no offense because I love everybody on this channel. But however, oh God, it's on CD now. But I have to go with Mr. Glorious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the king Sorry, of kings, just...
0: the man, the myth, Mr. Glorious, Mr. R T Smith. <laughs> okay, Can I got
3: want... my hands hanging out right now, like Bobby. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Um. right. I got a three-way matchup of the big men. Ooh. We got. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know, you know, probably like it, or you know, probably hate it, but uh doesn't. We'll work on that later. Baron Corbin mm. versus Big Cass uh. versus Big Sexy Kevin Nash.
1: Mother. <laughs> Baron Cor Baron Corbin versus Big Cass versus Kevin Nash. Who uh, you are do I even need to ask who you want to choose in this?
3: You probably don't. Kevin Nash. Well, of course. Michelle. Whoa. Yeah, nice one by but, the way. But, 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 but,
0: but, but I'm not a big bear bar Baron Corbin fan. I like him, but I'm not a big fan, and he is a big dude, and he looks great in jeans, but Hmm. then you got Big Cass. How you doing? And then you got Kevin Nash, who is, oh, my effing God, beautiful. I have to go with Nash. Oh,
1: going with Nash. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say that same thing and John is saying, oh, Nash for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's <laughs> words. <laughs> 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 okay. Great match there, Gerard. Uh, and who will go next Sir Gerard, between myself and John for their final fantasy matchup of the night? You Chadwick. Oh, well, uh, I'm honored. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Mm, let me see here. Let me see here. Mm. Uh, Excuse me. Oh, oh nice.
2: Perdon. Perdon me. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, let's see. Uh.
0: Oh, damn, I didn't want to. Shoot. You should do a Beast of the East contest. Damn it, I shouldn't have done
1: that. Wasn't today his birthday? True. Or, or I think yesterday I was. At some point this week, I think it was Bam yeah. Bam Bigelow's birthday. I think it was yesterday. It was Bam Bam Bigelow's birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, I meant to say yes. I don't want I say today. Um, oh, gosh. I
0: was like, well, no, what Brock? This is in July.
1: <laughs> uh, this story that keeps coming to me, and I think we did this one before, but we'll do it probably one more time to see what everybody says. Eddie Guerrero versus Alberto Del Rio.
0: Oh, holy moly. Moly, 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 moly.
1: Yes, um, Gerard, your thoughts here? Eddie Guerrero versus Del Rio. Live cheap
3: steal, Eddie Guerrero.
1: Good. Uh Michelle, Latino Heat versus Del Rio.
3: Latino Heat. uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: And John is also saying Eddie, and I will say that too. Before I turn John loose on his last match, there was one other story I mentioned here tonight earlier. I wanted to mention to you that, of course, we did report earlier this week that Alberto Del Rio is, I officially done with WWE. I think that's what we said. Still serving mm-hmm. out his suspension. There was an original plan that was thrown out, uh, thrown out before um, – and this was concerning Del Rio, about making him a Paul Heyman guy.
0: Oh, crap.
1: No. The is on 411 Mania, Yes, I reported it earlier. But that, that's the thing is, there was, that I, it was, it was an idea that actually, Vincent the man actually thought of. And they said that, um, and they, and they said once, you know, uh, you know, Del Rio came back and all that's what that was that was that was well that was supposed to happen, but instead that's why they start that's why I decided to stick in with Zeb Coulter and of course doing the League of Nations thing and all that stuff and he I'll I'll say the story to y'all if y'all read this. But he said that they they're planning on making him a Paul Heyman guy. Paul Heyman as his manager. Gerard will miss Alberto
2: Del Rio.
3: I will, actually. i He's probably his only fan on here.
1: And here is John's final matchup. And he's calling this, and of course, this is Michelle. You can talk about TNA. A final deletion tag team match.
0: Delete? Yes. Do it.
1: It will be the Hardy Boys versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I wish
1: I was. That's what he said. (laughs) Um, You're
0: deleted, John. Deleted.
1: John, your thoughts on this match, the Hardys versus Rowan and Harper?
0: While you're
1: getting your answer, I will go around and ask everybody else. (laughs) Michelle, your thoughts on John's tag team?
0: (laughs) Team Extreme, delete, obsolete, the Hardy
3: Boys.
1: And John's also saying the same thing. And Gerardo.
3: Is not going to say the same thing. Yes, I am. I'm going to say the Hardy Book. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
2: well, that's surprising, me. Uh-huh. not it? Uh,
0: well, and... I he was a Luke Harper fan, too, so. Right? Or am I wrong?
2: Yeah, yeah you're right.
3: Yeah, Russ. Is he back from he he injury?
1: Who,
3: no. Not Harper? yet. He's not He's back injuries. He's still got another either. couple months.
1: Next couple months. Okay, okay. No wonder I hadn't seen him. Okay. Well, where is where, where was he uh, drafted to? By the way, which I didn't hear. That. Was it was a Raw or was it SmackDown.
0: Uh, Raw, I believe. It was Raw. Okay,
1: so he's going to be along there with um, Braun whenever he comes back.
3: Yeah, they can.
0: Uh, what What is with Braun Strowman's music? Holy hell, he sounds like a damn freaking uh, what is it called, Bigfoot?
2: I, no I don't know. It sounds
0: like a Bigfoot <laughs> screaming.
3: Well,
1: John says he's getting ready to go. He says I'm about to delete off of here. He says you guys have a great night, and he'll talk to us tomorrow night on Revolution. So, John, have a good evening, and we'll talk about you here tomorrow, tomorrow night, but Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Great night. <laughs> delete off of here. I like that. <laughs>
3: delete.
0: I'm so not happy with TNA tonight. So not happy. Well, well, a couple things I've had to live with. Not one thing.
1: And I'm sure you'll have a lot to tell us as well. And of course, we'll see that on the TNA US page as yes, well. Yes, I
0: have to do my review first, so I will do that tomorrow night.
1: Okay. Okay. And of course, uh, Sunday afternoon as well. The main event. Yeah, TNA
0: Gerard and I are going to come up with some fantabulous music to play for TNA, for a show.
1: Oh, okay. You want, to, you want to use that theme there, the, the Bobby Roode theme there?
0: <laughs> He's not TNA no more, though. Yeah, well. I, I was thinking of Jeff Hardy's new music, because I really like it, but Gerard and I will talk about it.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure whatever it is, I mean... Music is what makes it shows here interesting. So, I mean, I think yeah. we'll.
0: Gerard's been coming up with some fucking awesome music. I, I give him credit for that.
1: Of course, of course, uh, and uh, and of course, <clears throat> we can't wait. Like I said, to, I can't wait to listen to like to the debut of Topia Inc. I will listen to that here and uh, t- uh, t- uh, tomorrow sometime, and um uh, good.
2: Duran did a
0: great job.
2: Duran is... That's,
1: that's, why we, that's why we call him the man. <laughs> He's Mr. He's
0: glorious the, now. <laughs>
2: He's
3: Mr. He is he King Glorious?
0: King Glorious.
3: Yeah, Amazing. that sounds pretty good.
1: And that's what the G in GTS now stands for, Glorious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> that's just that's just a that's just a, a a thought, Gerard. That's all. That's just a thought. Okay. <laughs> on that note there folks, we thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number sixty two. We're extended edition here with NWF Wolf we'll Pack the second installment. Uh <clears throat> and of course to take us and of course we'll uh we'll talk about you tomorrow, but to take us home tonight. Uh do leave that in the, in the very, very, very capable hands of the one and the only King NW himself, Mr. G- King Glorious himself, Gerard T. Smith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Glorious One, please take us home. <laughs> glorious One. <laughs> like
3: this has been another edition of WCWUS US Wolfpack Radio. The people that been involved is Chadwick, the WCW, the boss, and John. Next on the list is the classy lady, TNA. <laughs> we got John, the human suplex machine, WWF. And we got, last but not least, (laughs) King NWO, the glorious GTS NXT. (laughs) God bless, good night, take care, look at the clouds, look at the sky, and be fucking glorious. (laughs) And stay in the ring.